Good morning and welcome to our service of worship here at First Church this morning. We're so glad you could all be with us today. It's a very special day. Not only is it Palm Sunday as we worship Christ as King, but also it's Confirmation Sunday as we recognize our 12 Confirmation students and the journey they've been on these last two years. Um, so you can see from our bulletin this morning that we have a few different things uh, happening. And we hope, we're glad you all could be here and hope that today is an encouragement to each one of you. We want to especially welcome any of our guests and visitors today, as well as those listening on the radio, and especially the, those that have come in from out of town, the family and friends of our Confirmation students. We're so glad you could be, be here with us and worship with us this morning. I invite you at this time to stand for our call to worship. It comes from Psalm chapter 24, and the words are in your bulletin. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, for he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in idols or swear by false gods. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God their Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gaze. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty and bad. Lift up your heads, you gaze. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. I invite you to remain standing as we praise our, our King Jesus this morning as the children uh, come in and, and wave their palm branches on this Palm Sunday. We're going to sing hymn number 97, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. the children to go ahead and find their parents, and if parents, you need to find your children, you can go ahead and do that at this time as well. 
few, few announcements I'd like to share while they're finding their seats. Uh, today, I've, as I've already mentioned, is Confirmation Sunday, and we'll have the last three of our 12 Confirmation students reading their faith statements in just a few moments. Um, they've been working very hard on these, and, and I don't know about you, but I know I've been blessed to hear uh, the faith of these, these students these last few weeks, and I look forward to seeing, uh, hearing them again today. There are flowers here by the altar. The red and white bouquet is in honor of the 60-year confirmation class um, that is celebrating anniversary today. So that is an honor of them, and several of them I know are here this morning. I want to take a moment also to invite you to our Holy Week services. Obviously, Palm Sunday kicks off uh, the services this week, but we also have Maundy Thursday and Good Friday here at First Church. Our Maundy Thursday service and, and is uh, for First Church here at 730, and our Good Friday service is a joint worship service with the Methodist Church here in town, and we'll be worshiping here together in this sanctuary. So we invite you to join us um, during the week, as well as on Easter Sunday. Uh, 7 o'clock is our youth sunrise service over in the Ministry Center, uh, an interactive prayer service that I know Tori and the youth and I are really excited about. We invite you to participate with that, uh, followed by breakfast down in the social room at 8 o'clock, and our normal 9 o'clock worship service on Easter morning. So we invite you to come and worship the risen King uh, this week together. At this time, I oh also don't want two two notes here that I need to, to make. Uh, there are confirmation books on that back table by the custodian's office. Um, it includes each one of the students' faith statements, not only the ones from today, but the ones that have been read over the past couple weeks. If you'd like a copy of those to take home and read, especially family and friends, we invite you to do that today. This time, I want to invite Nikki Rohrbaugh forward. She has something, uh, a ministry opportunity to share with us this morning. Hi, everybody. I have an opportunity for us to go out and be the church. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Allen County is holding their annual fundraiser, Bowl for Kids' Sake. Saturday, April 7th at Westgate Lanes, your team of up to four people would be paired with children participating in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. You'll spend a fun afternoon hanging out, making new friends. No bowling skills required. That means I can do it too. And uh, currently there are 30 children, that's 3-0, 30 children waiting for teens and adults to bowl with them. Um, so here's what you can do. Come see me after service. I've got some papers, um, registration forms, more fundraising information. Um, or you can go to www.bbbswco.com, choose the events tab to find sponsorship and registration forms. Um, as soon as you put your team together, call the Big Brothers of uh, Lima office at 419-222-8500 and let them know you're coming because they'll get the kids ready for you. Uh, then start raising those dollars. The suggested minimum is $25 per bowler, but we are the church and God is good, so let's see what we can do for a great cause. All of the money we raise stays in Allen County and directly benefits my Lima kiddos. So um, let's get out of our pews. Let's get out of our comfort zones and make a difference. Thank you, Nikki. This time I want to invite forward our remaining confirmation students that will be reading their face statements. We have a bunch of Henshins that will be reading for us this morning. We have Carson, Avery, and Max Henshin. I invite you forward and to share your face statements with us this morning. I believe Carson's going first, but I'd love to pray for you, all three of you, before you get started. Father, thank you for the opportunity to hear these faith statements once again. I pray that you give them calm hearts, calm minds as they share their faith in you this morning. And I pray that, just as we have in the previous weeks, we'd all be blessed and encouraged by what they have to say to us this day. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Good morning. I'm Carson Henschen, and my life verse is, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Philippians 4.6 I believe that God is the one true Almighty Savior that sent His Son down to save us from our sins. The power that God has is a power that no one can beat. He does true and wonderful things in our lives. I believe that God is a Father who can see and knows all that we have done in our lives and what we will do in our lives. He has a plan for each and every one of us that we do not know yet, and to me that is just a wonderful and crazy thing at the same time. God's point is one we love and dislike with ups and downs that we as followers of Christ have to overcome in order to become stronger and closer in our relationship with Him. If you think about God's plan and power, it is a never-ending cycle. 
I'm so grateful to have a Savior, friend, and father like him. I believe Jesus is the Son of the one true God that was sent down to the earth to save us from our sins. He is the living sacrifice that God sent down to us so that we could be with him in heaven. Jesus is like a brother. He is a gift from our Heavenly Father and made the biggest sacrifice of all. He is the reason that we could one day be with him and God. I am truly grateful for him and the ways he works through our lives. I believe that the Holy Spirit is the true Spirit of God that can work through everyone's life at any place and time. The Holy Spirit is always with me through the good times and bad times. When the Holy Spirit is with me, he is guiding me through the plan that God has set for me. The Holy Spirit also helps me better my relationship with my Heavenly Father, God. The Holy Spirit does this by being the Spirit of God that is always with me and leads me down the path that he has chosen for me since the day I was born. I also believe that we may not always think the Holy Spirit is with us, but in the long run, we will figure out that he is and always was with us, good and bad times. The day after I broke my arm, I tried to get some confirmation homework done, and one of the questions was, have you ever broken a bone? If so, how will you overcome it? I was amazed, and I was amazed to know that this was part of God's, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit's plan. I plan to live out my faith after being confirmed by spreading the word of God at, and at the time and place he wants me to. I also plan to become more involved with the church and help out with the younger kids' things and teaching them about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I hope that when I get confirmed that I can keep striving to stronger and better my relationship with him. I plan to stay involved by helping with BBS and Wonderful Wednesdays and volunteering to help at the church. I'm also going to stay involved by voting for things at the annual meetings, and I would also like to help plan and organize things for the younger kids. Hello, I am Avery Henshin, and my life verses cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. First Peter 5-7 I believe that God gives me the strength to deal with all my stress and anxiety. Being a stressed person, I look up to God as a leader, to guide me through every problem I may have. I believe when they say be a leader, they mean be like God. All my life, I was told to be a leader, but I never quite knew how. But God is my perfect example, and he has taught me that being a leader means to guide people in the right direction and encourage them to have a relationship with God and lead as God teaches them through his word. I believe that Jesus is God in flesh. He is my perfect example on how to live my life. Jesus was tempted by Satan, but rose above all of the challenges because he had a strong personal relationship with God. I believe that Jesus has taught me to always be a leader and to stand firm in all my beliefs knowing that God will help me through any situation or challenge that comes my way. I believe that the Holy Spirit is God. You have to accept him into your heart in order for him to work through you. I believe that the Holy Spirit is the gut feeling you get telling you if you're doing right or wrong. The Holy Spirit cannot be seen, but you can feel his presence with you. Whenever I feel stressed or worried, I can turn to God knowing the Holy Spirit will comfort me. Having a relationship with God is a two-way communication. The Holy Spirit is a way for God to speak and listen to me, and a way for me to speak and listen to God. I plan to show God in everything I do, from showing love to people and leading and guiding them to God. God gives me the strength and courage to live out my faith by having a positive attitude so that people may see Christ working through me. I plan to not only listen to God, but also follow through in what he is telling me to do. I plan to stay involved and rooted in the church after I am confirmed. To stay involved in the church, I will attend church on a regular basis. I personally believe that one of my biggest contributions to the church will be by setting a good example for younger children. And with the help from God, I will have the strength to set the good example and lead, people, and lead for people around me so that they may see God through me. Hi, my name is Max Henschen, and my life verse is, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. Proverbs 18.10 I believe that God is my family and always will be there by my side when things are rough and when things are good. He always loves my family and me. God is my true father and will always be an influence in my life. He has helped me make big decisions, and sometimes I pushed him to the side and made my own decisions which weren't good. I believe God has a plan for me. I don't know where it will, it will take me, but I know he has something in store for me in the future. Jesus is an actual living person that had unreal powers as the Messiah of God. 
He, to me, is the person that gave his own life for all of us to be free of sin. And then he rose from the ground to preach the Bible and the word of God. He is someone that everyone tends to forget and be pushed aside for other things when he is the one that gives, gives us the eternal life. He is someone that is always free to listen to what anyone has to say and is someone I can always go and talk to for anything. Jesus is my friend and never talks behind my back or is mean. He is very understanding, and even though I may not hear his voice ever in my life, he will always answer with actions. The Holy Spirit is something I cannot see, but I can feel his presence. He is the Spirit of God. He has the same abilities as both of them. He is a messenger for God and Jesus that comes down to tell me something. The Holy Spirit is working in me that way that I care for my friends and family. When I see people hurting, the Holy Spirit gives me that gut feeling to help someone or just care for them when they're in a time of need. I show them love through the Holy Spirit. I will live out my faith by going on mission trips even when I'm not forced to go. I will help, I will help in the community, in the surrounding communities, and help people that is or in need of help. I will read Bible scriptures at the church and will help, and will help with any church needs. I will help the nursery. I will donate things if I do not need them. I will also stay in the community by going to youth group. Thank you to all three of you. At this time, I'd like to invite the rest of the class forward. As they're coming up, I just want to just take a moment and just uh, say how wonderful of a class this has been. Um, I know it's been a blessing for uh, Tori and I to work with them as well as their other confirmation teachers. And um, just so great to, to finally be at this day to, to celebrate this with them. Um, at this time, uh, we're going to uh, kind of go through some of those class questions. And, and, and this, is, this is confirmation. You know, they've been working two years to get to this point, uh, studying God's Word, um, learning more about, about the Lord and their faith, and, and encouraging each other to do so. And confirmation is about their, their confirming their belief in the Lord, confirming their, their faith, and doing so not only in front of you, but in front of God. And so uh, that's what we're here to do today. And so we have some questions we're going to be asking them as a group. Um, there's going to be some audience participation as well, so I encourage you to have your bulletins ready, um, and we'll give you instructions when that time comes. Um, and then we'll also have an opportunity to call them each forward individually uh, for them to confirm their faith in the Lord and that we as a, as a, as a church can be praying for them. Um, and I'll give some more instructions when that time comes as well. So this time, Tori, I invite you to, to ask the class the class questions. Do you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you promise by the grace of God to be Christ's disciple, to follow in the ways of our Savior, to resist oppression and evil, to show love and justice, and to witness to the work and the word of Jesus Christ as best you are able? Awesome. And do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to grow in the Christian faith and to be a faithful member of the Church of Jesus Christ, celebrating Christ's presence and furthering Christ's mission in the world. Awesome. And now we are going to confess our faith um, together by reading the Apostles' Creed. It's in, it's in your bulletin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, the only Son of the Lord, received by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified and died in his spirit. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He stood at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy universal Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Wonderful. I have to say, isn't it awesome to see how crowded the stage is up here? I don't even know where to stand. Um, wonderful. Well, it's, having heard your confession of faith and having professed that shared faith together as a church, I want to turn to you now and ask that you as a congregation for your loving kindness and your support towards this group. 
They've been doing an amazing job these last two years growing in their faith and putting hard work in. But one of the things we tried to remind them of over and over again was that we can't do this Christian life alone. We need each other's support. And that includes us as a body of Christ building up and lifting each other up as fellow believers. And that includes these teens here in front of you today. So uh, as a congregation, I invite you, uh, I want to ask you this question and, and invite you to respond with, we do. Do you promise to love, encourage, and support these brothers and sisters by teaching the gospel of God's love, by being an example of Christian faith and character, and by giving the strong support of God's family in fellowship, prayer, and service? We do. In class, having heard their support and, and, and promise to lift you up and, and uphold you, I invite you to, to be a part of this church, be a part of this body, and respond well to the encouragement and the, the um, teaching that we will provide for you. And so do you promise to accept the spiritual guidance of the church, to walk in a spirit of Christian love with this congregation, and to seek those things that make for unity, purity, and peace? Thank you. Wonderful. This time, uh, we're going to move on to the personal questions uh, and, and the prayer. Um, and during this time, I want to invite some our current elders. If you are here this morning, I invite you to come up and, and be a part of this and lay hands on our students as we pray for them um, so you can come forward at this time. Also, as we call the individual students forward, if there are parents here that would like to come up and be a part of that prayer, we invite you to do that as well. So as we call your student's name and, and they come up, you're invited to join us as well and be a part of that prayer time. So we're going to be going in the order that you see the names listed in the bulletin. So I invite Matthew Robert Michael to come forward at this time. Matthew, do you hear in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? Wonderful. I invite you to kneel here. And those that are gathered around, if you'd like to lay a hand on Matthew, we can pray for, I'll pray for him. Matthew, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend in you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Matthew in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to aspire us to adventure into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith Help him to live not for himself, but for Christ and for those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing towards the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Congratulations, Mike. Matthew. As Matthew returns up there, I invite Preston Andrew Deerhake to come forward. And Preston, I'll ask you the same questions I just asked Matthew. Do you hear in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? Wonderful. Wait you to kneel here. Preston, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend in you every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Preston and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith, help him to live not for himself but for Christ and for those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. Ellie Ryan Gable. 
Ellie, do you here in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. I invite you to kneel. Ellie, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace to you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend in you every time of danger, and preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Ellie and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith. Help her to live not for herself, but for Christ and for those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Congratulations. Noah Michael Pax. I'm going to stand right there. Noah. Do you here in the presence of God and this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. I invite you to kneel and we'll pray for you. Noah, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you in the end, and finally bring you to the rest, which is all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Noah and the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith, help him to live not for himself but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. Skyler Lane Huff. Skyler, do you here in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that was made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. I should, uh, well, stand if you need to, and we'll pray for you. <laughs> Skyler, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today defend you in every time of danger, and preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all of the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Skylar and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith, help her to live not for herself but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up, and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. Dakota Nicole Lynn Kennedy. Dakota, do you here in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. I invite you to kneel. 
Dakota, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Dakota in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith, Help her to live not for herself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. Erica Renee Weedock. Erica. Do you hear in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise that was made that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. Erica, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, and preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Erica and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith today. Help her to live not for herself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Congratulations. Carson Leona Hensham. Carson, do you hear in the presence of God in this congregation... Renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism. I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. Carson, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, and preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all, with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Carson in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith, Help her to live not for herself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up, and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You guys might as well stay here, right? Max. Maxwell Lewis Henson. Max, do you hear in the presence of God and this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that was made or was made in your name at your baptism? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I invite you to kneel. Max, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Max and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith. Help him to live not for himself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up, pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Congratulations. And Avery Josephine Henschen.
Avery, do you hear in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn vows and the vow, excuse me, solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. Avery, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend in you every time of danger, and preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Avery in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith, keep her, help her to live not for herself but for Christ and for those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up, and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. But Gavin James Reinecke forward. Gavin, do you hear in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that was made or was made in your name at your baptism? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? And do you promise, according to the grace given you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? Amen. Gavin, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Gavin and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith, help him to live not for himself but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Congratulations. Haley Lynn Flutterjohn. Haley. Do you hear in the presence of God in this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Amen. Richard and Neil. Haley, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend in you every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with, you, with Haley in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he, she, excuse me, has been made, moved to affirm her faith Help her to live not for herself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up, and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Congratulations. Thank you all for being up here to pray. invite you as a church now to, to open your bulletins once again. As our students are affirming their faith today, they're also becoming members of our church. And as members of the church... We all want to affirm our mission statement and the calling that we feel God has placed on our, on our church. And so we invite you all to read the mission statement that should be printed inside the front, bulletin, front cover of your bulletin together. A community of faith who engage biblical truth to provide an environment where people mature as disciples of Christ. And to accomplish our mission, First Church will encounter our Creator, embrace Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior to become His disciples, Empower lives through God's living word, the Bible. Engage with the Holy Spirit to provide guidance and direction. 
encourage others to know Christ and strengthen their relationship with God, enrich the body of Christ by going forth and supporting fellow disciples. So class, now that you are becoming members of this church, do you promise to participate in the life and worship of this church and to live out the mission statement with the help of God to the best of your ability? In church, I invite you to welcome our new class today by reading together what's printed in your bulletin. We promise you our continuing friendship and prayers as we share the hopes and labors of the Church of Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we continue to grow together in God's knowledge and love, encourage each other to live out the mission statement of the Church, and be witnesses of our risen Savior. Welcome. As a way to close our, our confirmation portion of our service, I invite you to sing the class song, Good, Good Father. Would you stand and join us? The words are in your bulletin. Take a moment and congratulate our new confirmation class. (laughs) 
If you'd like to take a moment, I'm sure the students wouldn't mind after our service today, um, just kind of lingering around. I'm sure family's going to be taking photos and all that stuff. Feel free to come up and congratulate them and welcome them um, into, into official membership of our church today. Uh, would you pray with me? Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for, for the significance of what just took place. And I thank you, Lord, for the encouragement that it brings to each one of us. And I pray that along with them, each one of us would make an affirmation and a recommitment to our faith in you. And I pray that you would, your spirit would guide us in that each and every day. I pray now for those who are in need. I pray that you would meet those needs, Lord, like only you can. And I pray that each and every one of these situations, your will would be done. We pray all these things according to how you taught your disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Invite those who are helping with our offering this morning to come forward as, as the choir, accompanied by Sharon and Weston, uh, bless us with some music this morning. Just a moment. <laughs> Here he is. Oh, 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 oh,
may be seated. What a joy to witness confirmation, and what a joy to see the commitment that these young people are making before the Lord and before you today. Um, I think it's a special occasion, and it's been, it's been wonderful to kind of spread out those faith statements over these last few weeks. I've often kind of thought to myself, man, I don't really need to preach a sermon on those days because those kids are just nailing it and, and covering it, and I know they've been in such an encouragement to me. And today you're going to kind of get that. Um, don't really have much time left here today. Um, I kind of prepared a message and prepared a, like a short version and a long version, and you're going to be getting the short version today. Um, but that's a wonderful thing because it's an important thing to, to celebrate and to honor the commitment that they're making to Christ, and what a joy to witness that today. But the reality is it's a commitment that each and every one of us needs to make. It's a commitment that we all make to the Lord. Um, and so confirmation, we're specifically celebrating the 12 of them and, and the affirmation of faith that they're making. But the reality is that we're all called to be disciples. And that's really what confirmation is about. It's about discipleship, about seeing people making a commitment to the Lord and growing in their faith. And that's something that, that is true for each and every one of us. Today is Palm Sunday, as we've, as we've already talked about. And, and on Palm Sunday, we remember the day, just days before Christ's arrest, his, his crucifixion and his resurrection. The day that he entered into Jerusalem for the final time. And, and he came in riding on a donkey. And, and the people, people bowed down and worshipped and celebrated his arrival. And that's what we do today, a lot of pomp and circumstance. And that's why it's appropriate to, to celebrate Confirmation Sunday the same day we have Palm Sunday. Uh, and, and we can learn a lot from the story of Jesus riding into to Jerusalem and what it means for our Confirmation students, but really what it means for all of us. And so this message may seem like it's aimed right at that section of the church right there, but it's really something that we all need to hear. And it's something we all need to, to think about ourselves. The first thing we, I noticed in this passage of Palm Sunday, this arrival of Jesus, is that he was very intentional about his journey. See, Jesus knew all of those messianic prophecies and what it would mean for him to arrive in Jerusalem in such a manner. We often think of donkeys as pretty lowly transportation, but in that culture, in that day, donkeys were actually the transportation of royalty, of kings and and so for Jesus to arrive to, in Jerusalem on a donkey was not necessarily this humble statement of a meek and mild person. It was the proclamation that Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. And so he was very intentional about that, and he knew what that meant. And so in the same way, this, we need to be intentional about our journey. See, discipleship doesn't just happen. Our faith in Christ doesn't just grow on its own. It's something that we need to work towards and be intentional about. That's what you all have been doing these past two years, and we hope you continue to do, even though the confirmation is over. And for the rest of us, it's something, it's a part of that journey. It's a lifelong process of growing to be more like Christ. And so I encourage you, each one of you, to seek after him. Be intentional about it. To seek after his kingdom. It says in Matthew chapter 6, 33, Seek after his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. If I had a life verse like these confirmation students just, just chose theirs and shared theirs, that would have always been mine. Seek after his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. If you make that the goal of your life, you and the rest of us, then everything will fall into place if we're intentional about the journey that we're on. The second thing I noticed here in this passage is that the disciple, what it means to be a disciple, what it means to, to affirm our faith in the Lord is to be obedient to his word. Jesus gives these disciples some instructions about where to find a donkey for his journey. And the instructions seemed a little out of place and a little strange. But you know what? The disciples obeyed. They followed his instructions and they were able to go and receive that donkey for, for this journey into Jerusalem. See, our faith in Christ, our intentional journey begins when we choose to submit and obey God's word. Because that's how God has chosen to reveal himself. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says, all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So as you continue on your journey of faith, as we all journey together, it's about being obedient to God's Word. And that means we have to know it. We have to constantly and prayerfully study God's Word. 
And that's something you can do on your own, but also something we do here as a church together. And there's many opportunities to do that. And finally, the last part of this Palm Sunday passage that I want to highlight for you is the importance of worshiping in His presence. And so as Jesus rode into Jerusalem, the people began to sing His praises, call out, Hosanna on the highest, blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. They were worshiping the King of Kings. And so for us as, as disciples, as followers of Christ, it's so important for us to worship in His presence. He is worthy of it all. And at its core, worship is simply about us focusing our attention, focusing our eyes on Christ, not ourselves. At its core, that's what worship is all about. And it helps us to combat that very self-centered nature that we struggle with day in and day out. So worship is an important thing for us to do, and it's something that happens individually, but also corporately. And that's why we made confirmation a part of the worship service, because it's a part of worshiping the Lord. Hebrews 12, 1-3 reminds us to keep our eyes focused on Christ. And in doing so, we'll be able to run the race that He set before us. And so in closing, I just want to encourage you as a confirmation class, but also us as a whole church, to be intentional about our journey. Because it doesn't end with confirmation. It's something that continues throughout every single day of our lives. It's a journey that I'm still on, and it's a journey that, that everyone here in this room and everyone listening on the radio is still on. And so to be a part of that, to do that, we need to be intentional, we need to be obedient to His Word, and we need to worship in the presence of our risen Savior. And we'll be able to do that this morning and each and every day. Let's pray together. Father, thank You so much for this day. Thank You for the opportunity to celebrate the faith of these confirmation students. And at the same time, celebrate, Lord, the, the, the impact You've made on each one of our lives. I pray as we worship you this morning, our hearts and our minds would be focused on you, that we would be intentional about it, and that you would instill these things in us so that we can continue that journey each and every day. We pray this all in Christ's name. Amen. In closing, I invite you to stand, and we're going to sing the first verse of number 234, Crown Him with Many Crowns. Once again, if you'd like to, to congratulate and welcome the confirmation students, they'll be down front here in the front of the sanctuary at the end of the service. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. You may go in peace. Amen.